जय राधमाधवा जय कुंज बिहारी जय राधमाधवा जय कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जन जय गिरिवरधारी जय गोपी जन जय गिरिवरधारी यशोदनंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यशोदनंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यमुना तीरा वन यमुना तीरा वन जय राधमाधवा जय कुंज बिहारी जय राधमाधवा जय कुंज बिहारी कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम रमा राम हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय राधा कलचंदी जय सज श्री राधे जय राधा कलचंदी जय जय श्री राधे जय जगन्नाथ जय बलदेवा जय जगन्नाथ जय बलदेवा जय जगन्नाथ बलदेवा जय जगन्नाथ जय बलदेवा जय गौरनेता जय गौरनेता गौरनेता जय गौरनेता जय 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 प्रभुपाद 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 जय जय प्रभुपाद जय जय गुरुदेव 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 जय जय गुरुदेव जय जय श्री राधा कलाचंद जी की जय जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रा माए की जय जय श्री गौर नेताय की जय हरे कृष्णा so we will be uh, reading from shrimad bhagavad gita uh, om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya so reading from bhagavad gita chapter 3 text 36 अर्जुन उवाच अथ केन प्रयुक्तोयम पापम चरति पुरुषः अनिच्छम वार्षणेय 
अनिच्छम अपी वार्षणेय बलाद एवा नियोजिता अर्जुना उवाच अथ केन प्रयुक्तो यम पापम चरति पूरुषह अनिच्छम अपी वार्षणेय बलाद एवा नियोजिता वर्ड बाय वर्ड ट्रांसलेशन अर्जुना उवाच अर्जुना सिद अथा हेराफ्टर केना बाय व्हाट प्रयुक्ता इम्पेल्ड आयम वन पापम सिंस चरति एक्स पुरुषा अ मैन अनिच्छन विदाउट डिजायरिंग अपि ऑल्डो वर्षनिया ओ डिसेंडेंट ऑफ कृष्णी बलात बाय फोर्स इवा एस एफ नियोजिता एंगेज्ड Translation and purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda, Śrīla Prabhupāda ki jai. Arjuna said, O descendant of Vrishni, by what is one impelled to sinful acts, even unwillingly, as if engaged by force? Repeat it again. Arjuna said, O descendant of Vrishni, by what is one impelled to sinful acts, even unwillingly, as if engaged by force? Purport? A living entity as part and parcel of the Supreme is originally spiritual, is originally spiritual, pure and free from all material contaminations. <clears throat> Therefore, by nature he is not subjected to the sins of the material world. But when he is in constant, in contact with material nature, he acts in many sinful ways without hesitation. And sometimes even against his will. As such, Arjuna's questions to Krishna is very sanguine. As to the perverted nature of the living entities, although the living entity sometimes does not want to act in sin, he is still forced to act. Sinful actions are not, however, impelled by the super soul within, but are due to another cause, as the Lord explained in the next verse. Hare Krishna, so uh, we read this verse, uh, we are on uh, chapter 3, verse 36. Uh, so far, uh, the chapter has been going about, uh, Arjuna started asking Krishna about why he's, uh, he as in Krishna is asking him to engage in this ghastly world warfare while, you know, uh, instead of uh, taking the other, other easier path and Krishna explains him uh, the cycle of sacrifice and then he talks about the prescribed duties. So, just the previous verse, uh, uh, we discussed that, you know, where Krishna says it's far better to discharge a person's, uh, to a person to his own prescribed duty, uh, even though uh, they may be faulty, uh, but rather than doing somebody else's duty, who that may be bhayava, as in dangerous activities. So now, uh, Arjun has uh, kind of changed the topic uh, he has gone back to his one of his initial questions, uh, talking about, uh, in, in the very beginning, uh, Krishna uh, made a statement in text 5, uh, where, his, uh, where he says that uh, everyone is forced to act helplessly according to the qualities he has acquired from the modes of material nature. Therefore, no one can refrain from doing something, not even for a moment. So, basically, um, when I was thinking about this, uh, the thought came uh, to my mind, I mean, the thoughts that are coming to my mind were like, uh, it's hard for a person to sit idle, you know. Uh, we cannot sit idle, even if we're sitting idle, we're thinking about something. Um, 
kids at home ask all the time, what shall I do, what shall I do? Like, that's what like, we hear at home from, from my son, for example. So we cannot sit idle. We have to do something. And what we do, uh, what an individual do, for example, is driven uh, by them, uh, directly or indirectly, but also controlled very strongly by uh, the modes of material nature that influence a person. So it's person's own nature, individual's own nature, and the modes of material nature. So this question of uh, uh, Arjuna is kind of asking, a, like say, a follow-up question on, on that text, text number five, where he's asking, oh, descendant of Vishni, uh, Vishni or Krishna, basically, why? He's basically saying, by what is one impelled to sinfully act? So why do people make sin? Uh, why do you act uh, sometimes sinfully as if there is a force acting on them, like they're, even if they don't want uh, or they are not fully willing, they are acting in, in, in that. And uh, uh, this, is, this verse is just a question. There's no answer in this. The answer comes in the following verses. Where Krishna will talk about why, why it happens. But uh, we'll discuss a little bit about this verse in particular. Like taking some examples. Uh, so, like from text 5 or, or the earlier verse in the same chapter, uh, we have understood that, uh, that activities... The, being active all the time is the nature of the soul. The soul has to be doing something and being engaging, engaged in something, you know, thinking, doing, acting, uh, feeling, something like that, anything, but to be active. Soul cannot remain silent. But it is affected, uh, but the action of a person are affected by the material nature. And in text number 33, Krishna says repression doesn't work. A very uh, interesting uh, statement there. He says, uh, you know, a person can know everything uh, whatever is right, whatever is wrong. You can have all the knowledge you can acquire. Uh, and, and then, know, uh, even after knowing whatever is best, you know, better, worse, worst, and all, uh, action, when it comes to action, material nature or your own nature come into, into play. And repressing, you know, your, uh, your thoughts, your feeling doesn't work, even for the knowledgeable person. If he's not on a platform of, of bhakti or a platform of true knowledge, platform of sense control, uh, they cannot, they'll act as per their nature, despite knowing everything. And we see these examples in our daily life, right? Uh, for example, a lot of people smoke. Uh, do they not know the effect of smoking? They know, right? I mean, the, the labels, the brands, uh, they, they're forced to write, you know, big labels saying smoking, is how dangerous smoking is. But when it comes to them, they, they know that what they're doing is, is bad for their health. They act accordingly. They would still act accordingly. They don't act according to the prescription saying it, it, it shouldn't be done. Similarly, like, you know, say, exceeding the speed limit on, on, on the highway. Uh, everyone knows that, you know, it's, you should not be doing that, but still people do. So, Arjuna's questions are, like, very practical. So, Prabhupada says the question is very sanguine, you know, why a person is committing a, a sin. I mean, here it's a small uh, on the sin. And we'll talk about it in a minute, like, you know, doing something forcefully, even when they have a proper knowledge, saying this is not a prescribed action. Now, Early in this chapter uh, and in the previous chapter, we've seen what are the prescribed actions. So uh, uh, there are discussions, I mean, there are topics that were discussed were about uh, karma, vikarma, and uh, akarma. So particularly uh, karma is one which is uh, the actions that are prescribed by, by Vedas. I mean, Krishna explains where, you know, when the earth was created, uh, he prescribed everything what to do, how, how the cycle of sacrifice works. And Vedas have a lot of other statements, uh, instructions from, from the Lord himself, because uh, Veda, uh, like Krishna said, I'm a Veda Krit, so he has 
he's the he's a creator of vedas he has given prescribed actions for the humanity whatever is prescribed in veda is is a prescribed karma that's the definition of a karma not everything we do is not karma uh, similarly whatever is not prescribed in in veda is a, is is vikarma which means it's a sin so whatever we're doing which is not prescribed activity as per the veda is a sinful activity at simple definition as that so now coming back here arjun's question he saying why people are forced to do sinful activities which means why they are willing to do a, a, a non prescribed activity in their in in their day to day routine without uh, even when knowing uh, after knowing about learning about the prescribed duties and like i said the next few verses talk about this an immediate next verse krishna gives answer to that they say it's basically our lust and the greed you know when when the individual comes uh, on uh, when the individual before it, uh, the individual move from the spiritual world to this material world it's 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 pure love and later on it turns to greed and then greed and lust together they can devour all knowledge i mean they they can uh, override everything that that we know of the most sinful enemy of a person that when the person is you know affected by by lust and he said the lust is the only reason once a person when an individual come in contact with material modes of passion uh, that's when when the lust get transformed i mean it transformed into wrath and then you know it it creates a, it creates a lot of trouble and then they are forced i mean then the force is acting on them, like a strong magnetic or a force of gravity is working on them uh, despite knowing all about their activities in advance the knowing the results of that knowing the side effects of that they are forced to act on this so that's more about the question now about saying how to uh, how to how to solve the problem i mean we know we understood and then uh, the next few verses i think it'll go to until verse 45 or 46 where uh, we'll keep talking about uh, the cause and the, the effect and and the solution so i'll not go into those verses today uh, uh, but I'll, i'll quickly touch upon uh, when krishna uh, in verse number 45 says that uh, you know the best uh, uh, he says in the very beginning i mean the, the solution to is to solve uh, the symbol of the sin which is lust by regulating the senses so regulation of senses is prescribed as a solution to uh, get rid of uh, the lust and the greed and uh, this is uh, will lead to you know kind of uh, uh, we're putting the knowledge into action because knowledge is easy to acquire i mean with some effort with some instructions with some reading you can acquire knowledge but unless those are put into practice and to put into practice what we need to put into practice is to control the senses now uh, krishna goes further and talks about saying that the senses are the different outlets for the activities of lust so lust is within us uh, how it manifests is through the senses so uh, the the senses are the the outlets and uh, it's uh, originally reserved within the body but uh, you know it's like a vent it comes out through the senses so uh, then the question comes how do we regulate the senses uh, because senses uh, are are like same i mean they they work, act involuntarily sometimes sometimes voluntary and sometimes involuntary like you smell something nice uh, it's it's very palatable eatable you realize you want to eat it or something beautiful you want to see it and all those things and again uh, going back and forth on, on the verses with krishna says repression doesn't work repression is never a solution uh, the only solution that is there is engagement engagement of the senses into uh, into the right cause uh, is 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 the right solution because repression may work for some time it will never work long term 
and uh, repression will cause other things like frustration and all. So when you we start engaging the senses uh, into into Krishna conscious activities and uh, you know start doing activities which are related to devotional services, uh, our uh, senses are satisfied. I mean, because senses need to be satisfied one way or other, uh, directly or indirectly. Uh, so it's better to satisfy them in the activities which are uh, favorable to bhakti. Um, you know, see a, a beautiful person, see a beautiful deity, see, see Krishna, see Radharani, uh, see meet a devotee, uh, see the nice paintings that we have like in this temple. So this is how the senses can be engaged. And once the sen- senses are engaged, uh, you know, then uh, they'll not uh, will not be will be doing less of less of uh, sinful activities. I mean, you know, it may not reduce to zero on day one, but it'll, it'll reduce. The extent will reduce, and gradually will make progress in bhakti. The lesser sin we have, uh, you know, the more bhakti we have, we can progress in our path of uh, bhakti uh, eventually. Uh, so yeah, that is all I'd like to uh, say today. Uh, conclude any, any corrections. Feedbacks. Okay, so yeah, thank you, Sushila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Bhagavad Gita Ki Jai.